Hello, and welcome to the Hypnosis for Humans podcast. I'm your host, Bill Gladwell, and this show is dedicated to giving tips, techniques, and real-life advice to help you build your communication skills, expand your comfort zone, and make you a better human being. You may have noticed that last week's episode was a break in the Cognitive Bias series. It wasn't on purpose. The screen on the computer I used to edit my podcast shattered. A couple of days at Apple, and it's as good as new. In this episode, selective perception describes how humans tend to perceive some experiences while ignoring others based on their unique frame of reference. If you have any questions or comments, click on the link in the episode notes or contact me through my website at hypnosisforhumans.com. On my website, you may also purchase my books, hypnosis audio programs, and select services. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter, Tranced Out Tuesday. Enjoy the episode. This episode is the fifth in an ongoing series focused on the different cognitive biases. My hope for you is that you learn to be aware of the processes that guide your thinking and become a better human being. For listeners who aren't familiar with the term, a cognitive bias is a processing error in the mind that happens when humans are interpreting information. In turn, it affects decision-making. For a more detailed description, read the first article in the Cognitive Bias series. I'll put the link in the episode notes. In 1989, I attended my first adult party. It happened during my first semester enrolled at Bowling Green State University. I majored in music performance, spending six hours a day sitting at a piano and performing with the BGSU men's chorus. I quickly made many friends from that group and was invited to a frat party, my first. Coming from a small town in Ohio, this was an eye-opening experience for me. I had a great time. I met some new humans I could hang out with and landed a date with a girl. I still vividly remember that night. During our first rehearsal following the event, the member of the men's chorus who invited me to the shindig apologized for it being such a lame party. He explained that fights usually don't break out at these parties. More girls typically attend, and there was supposed to be more food. I thought to myself, what party did he attend? I had an awesome time. I didn't know it then, but selective perception is the reason we had two completely different views of the party. What is selective perception? Selective perception describes how humans tend to perceive some experiences while ignoring others based on their unique frame of reference. It's a form of cognitive bias because humans automatically interpret information in a way that is congruent with their existing values, beliefs, and rules. In one study involving selective perception, humans watched a video of a football game between Princeton and Dartmouth that turned violent. Princeton fans stated that they saw twice as many rule violations committed by Dartmouth than what Dartmouth fans reported. One Dartmouth fan even claimed he didn't see any rule violations at all. Selective perception biased the reports of these fans due to their loyalty of their particular team. In my junior year of high school, a friend threw a party for juniors and seniors while his parents were out of town. This episode is turning into a history of parties I've attended. Unknowingly, I turned that party into an informal study of selective perception. I knew that a senior, who would have been called big man on campus if my life were a John Hughes movie, would be at this party. 
So I gathered a group of friends before he arrived and shared a plan I had schemed. I had purchased a case of non-alcoholic beer, and we poured it into Budweiser bottles that were set aside only for John. Throughout the night, he drank almost a dozen non-alcoholic beers and became more intoxicated with each one. After bottle two, he began to slur his words. After bottle four, John stumbled and fell twice. At the bottom of bottle seven, he couldn't stand up any longer. Finally, John passed out in the middle of bottle eight. John's frame of reference was that he was drinking alcohol just like everyone else. Therefore, because of this frame, John perceived himself as being drunk. This sort of behavior is closely related to the placebo effect. Humans' perceptions are selective. Whether it's judging a party based on one negative aspect of the evening while ignoring the positives, feeling blitzed because you believe you've been drinking alcohol, or unconsciously supporting your favorite sports team, we're all susceptible. Before you pass judgment or make a decision, take a moment to stop and ask yourself, am I acting from a specific frame of reference? What assumptions do I have about this situation? Without my expectations and motives, would I do things differently? Should I discuss this with others who can look at my situation impartially? Does what I'm doing make sense when I objectively examine what I see, hear, feel, and believe? How would I advise my best friend in this situation? Thanks for listening to the Hypnosis for Humans podcast. Again, my name is Bill Gladwell, and I do want to hear from you with questions and comments. You can contact me through my website at hypnosisforhumans.com. Now get out there and be nice, my fellow humans.